Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, all you movie fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. Thanks also to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for choosing this episode as a staff pick, and it will be posted on the site all day tomorrow starting at midnight tonight. We really do appreciate that. And we have a great show for you today, dear listeners, because noted film critics Mac Bates and A.J. Hawkery are here to preview the 2013 fall movie schedule in order to help us make choices among over 100 films being released and vying for our dollars this fall. Mac and AJ have been our guests several times before, of course, and they are always candid and informative and great fun to listen to. They really know their stuff where movies are concerned, and that's why I'm so happy that they could be here uh, together today. Mac writes freelance articles for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and serves as a staff blogger for Milwaukee Magazine's official film blog. He recently received a local Emmy for his work on The Robert and Rosie Show, one of the projects he worked on with Kyle Olson for the Milwaukee Summer Entertainment Camp, which we featured on this show a few months ago. AJ, as we all know, is also known as the Mad Movie Man, and he's contributed movie reviews to a variety of sites, including Real Talk Movie Reviews, Classic Movie Guide, Terror Tube, and his own popular blog, Cineslice. Plus, Bitten by the acting bug, he just completed a successful run, this time playing multiple roles in Spamalot. And before bringing our guests on, I want to let uh, listeners know that the chat room is open. Nikki Starr, our uh, producer extraordinaire, is there, and um, uh, we're happy that she is, and we hope that listeners will sign up to chat. We really encourage that and we appreciate it when when the listeners do sign up and we also appreciate our chatters as well as other listeners we appreciate mac and aj too taking the time to be with us today so let's bring them on now beginning with the mad movie man who hasn't been able to be here for a while because of his spam a lot acting adventure aj congratulations on another successful theater gig Thank you much, Betty Joe. Uh, thanks again for having me here. And yeah, this this was uh, this was a really good run. Uh, like I uh, had said on Facebook and stuff, the rehearsal period was a little uh, stressful because we only had uh, two weeks to get all our uh, music down and all the, the the rhythm of the dialogue. Because Spamlot, it is a show that really depends on like perfect timing. And for a while there, it was getting really stressed. But like when we started up, like we were just on fire almost every night. And uh, this is one of those shows that it's it's definitely sad to walk away from. Like we could have gone for another week at least because we were just getting better every night, and everyone was getting more comfortable enough to even like throw in a little improv here and there to 
really spice up the show. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a really cool run. Really talented group of people that I worked with. Well, I could tell that you really enjoyed uh, doing that play, and I, I wish I could have seen it, but I do appreciate your posts on Facebook and, and also the photos that, that you sent me. Um, we're also glad Mac is back. Now, Mac, a lot has been happening with you lately. How does it feel to be an Emmy winner? Well, you know, it feels great. Um, it was completely uh, unexpected, but, uh, you know, very much welcome. And, you know, when we got the word, that uh, we we had won, you know, was it was a complete dream come true, you know, to, to say the very least. Well, congratulations on your win, and may there be many uh, more. Uh, you you are uh, doing some uh, script writing, am I right about that? Oh yes, yes, I'm uh, working, actually reworking a um, a script that I worked on during this adult uh, screenwriting workshop that uh, the people behind Milwaukee Film through last year i'm reworking that and i've got a couple of other uh projects uh on the uh you know simmering simmering as we speak so yeah, yeah i'm in uh, uh various stages of uh of uh writing those two so i got three three uh projects hopping well you keeping your hand in i think that's i think that's great and and letting also letting us know what's going on um on your facebook page we really appreciate that but but let's get down to today's topic because i've just been so eager to hear from both of you about the movies this fall i i just don't know <laughs> How I'm going to see the right ones, or or pick the ones that are that are going to be up for Oscars or for Golden Globes, and I hope we can cover the ones that both of you think are the most promising. So, Mac, why don't you start? Which ten? I, I think we'll we'll limit it to ten, and we'll see how the time goes. There may be a time when we we finish with the uh, with the ten where we might want to mention some others, but but which ten? Um, that will be released between September this you know this week actually and um, towards the and then through the end of the year which ones are you looking forward to the most and and why and I'll I'll say them slowly so that I can write them down and then we'll see <laughs> how much agreement we have between the three of us. Okay. okay. Well, for me, uh, it was it was hard to par it down because I've actually got about two dozen that I'm really looking forward to. But the top ten that I'm really uh, you know uh, excited to see uh, between now, but starting now and, and through the end of the year, are uh, the family with uh, Michelle Pfeiffer and Robert De Niro. That's coming out uh, September 13th. Um, uh, Prisoners, that film with a uh, Hugh Jackman, uh, that's coming out uh, later this month as well on the 20th. Uh, next month you have Gravity with uh, Sandra Bullock and um, George Clooney coming out on October 4th. Uh, I'm also really looking forward to probably the film I'm looking forward to the most, 12 Years a Slave, the new film from Steve McQueen that comes out October 18th. Um, another film I'm looking forward to quite uh, very much is uh, Martin Scorsese's latest, uh, The Wolf of Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio that comes out November 15th. I'm also looking forward to uh, Black Nativity from my director, uh, Cassie Lemons. That stars Forrest Whitaker and uh, Angela Bassett and uh, Jennifer Hudson, Mm -hmm. rather. That comes out November 27th. I'm also looking forward to Dallas Buyers Club on December 6th with Matthew McConaughey. And I'm looking forward to the uh, Coen's latest film, uh, Inside 
Lewin Davis. I hope that I pronounced that real name right. You did. Uh, Lewin Davis. Uh, that's uh, December 6th as well. I think that's probably going to be limited. Um, also looking forward to David O. Russell's latest, American Hustle, that comes out on December 13th, and that's got an all-star cast. And another all-star cast film that's coming out on Christmas Day is August Osage County, based on the Pulitzer and uh, Tony Award-winning play. So that's my wow. top for uh, the fall of uh, 2013. Wow, that's that is quite a list. I let me let me go through that again to make sure that I uh, have them right. You've got the family, prisoners, gravity, twelve years a slave, the wolf of Wall Street, black nativity. And this one I wasn't sure. Dallas Buyers Club. Was that Dallas Fighter Club? Oh, Buyers. Buyers and then, you know, they go, they go buy something. Okay, Dallas Buyers Club. And then you have the, um, you have inside um, Lewin Davis. You have American Hustler. Is it Hustle or Hustler? Hustle, Hustle. isn't it? Hustle. And you have August Osage county so that's a that's a wonderful list and i um will find out a little bit more about them after we get um aj's uh, list aj do you have some of the same movies on uh as your picks for the the top 10 that you think are the most promising i do i have a couple of them i didn't have as uh wide of range as uh mac because uh because when you ask for the fall preview I imagine like September, October, like November is more fall. So I that was my cutoff was the end of November because December oh, okay. I kind of think more is a winter one. But so like a lot of the ones that he mentioned, I am looking forward to. I just kind of see them more as uh, winter releases. But uh, okay. yeah, my yeah, but my ten, uh, the ones that I want to see the most, uh, it just in I just put them in alphabetical order. I didn't have any kind oh. of order preference. But uh, starting off with uh, the counselor. Uh, uh, Ridley Scott's new movie. It's got uh, Javier Bardem and uh, Michael Fassbender in it. Like uh, I believe Cormac McCarthy wrote the script for it, and yeah. it is just an incredible, intense-looking flick. I really want to see that one. Uh, second is uh, Don John, uh, written by, directed by, and starring Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's also got uh, mm-hmm. Tony Danza in it and Scarlett Johansson. I really like the trailer. It looks like a good, spirited, kind of freewheeling flick. I'm really uh, interested to see how that goes. Uh, number three, we have uh, Gravity with uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, George Clooney. I'm not the biggest fan of Sandra Bullock. You know, I'm one of those people that kind of think she stole that uh, Oscar away from uh uh, Meryl Streep that year, like she did not deserve oh. it for The Blind Side, but that but that's another show. That's a whole other rant. We're here to yeah. think positive <laughs> today. But uh, Gravity, that's a really cool looking uh, thriller from uh, Alfonso Cuaron, who did uh, Children of Men and uh, Harry Potter and The Prisoner of Azkaban. Looks really, really unique, really intense. I'm really looking forward to seeing that one. Uh, number four is uh, Insidious, Chapter Two. Uh, the sequel to Insidious from uh, 2011. Uh, James Wan is back behind the camera, and he had a really good summer this year with The Conjuring. And he he really knows how to craft like an old school uh, suspenseful uh, horror flick. In addition to you know, like doing the kind of more graphic stuff like he did in Saw and uh, Death Sentence. This one I'm really interested to see how they continue the story. Uh, especially after seeing the trailer and uh, kind of how positive of a start it has. I want to see how they continue off of the ending of 
that first Insidious, which was a really dark note. Like, I want to see how they yeah. proceed from that. Me too. <laughs> All right, number, okay, it's one, two, three, four. Okay, yeah, I'm up to number five here is uh, Machete Kills. The, the sequel to, to 2010's Machete, which was which was just an incredibly fun, this over-the-top, goofy, gory grindhouse tribute, and this one is taking is, is taking it to just a whole other level by having uh, Charlie Sheen in it under his uh, birth name Carlos Estevez as the president, and bringing in like more cast members like uh, William Sadler, Cuba Gooding Jr., Lady Gaga. And oh, no. uh, Mel Gibson as the villain, and I think this is marks the beginning of a new renaissance for Mel Gibson. He, I think he's going to have a rich life playing the bad guys from now on. He's already cast as one of the main villains in Expendables three, so we get we got that one to look forward to. And the trailer well, for this is one, Danny just, Trejo, is Danny Trejo in that? Yep, Danny Danny's Trejo. bag. Like there, okay. no one is machete but Danny Trejo. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Okay, go ahead. No, that's him. Uh, so yeah, that just looks like a total blast. Uh, number six. Uh, this one. This one is kind of like a cautiously optimistic one, and that's a uh, old boy. The uh, Spike Lee remake of the uh, 2003 uh, Korean film. Although they said this is more based off of the original graphic novel more so than it's a remake of the movie. But I've heard, uh, from what I've heard, it's almost a carbon copy of that first of that original movie. And uh, I, I I do I do love the movie and like this has a really good cast in it. It's uh, Sam Jackson, uh, Josh Brolin, Charlton Copley who was in uh, District Nine and uh, the A Team. Uh, in and I do did love that original movie and I'm just very curious to see how this one is. And it's the uh, mm-hmm. number seven. Yep, old so old boy. Number seven on the list is uh, Runner Runner with uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Justin Timberlake. Uh, it's, it's another like con artist kind of revenge type flick, and I'm I'm just a complete sucker for those. Like you put one of those in front of me, like a, like a con artist movie or a heist movie. Like I'll watch it no matter how bad it looks. I'll just see it because I love the twists and turns in this one, or, or in those kinds of movies. And this one I'm looking forward to just as a pure entertainment experience, and that's what it looks like. Uh, number eight is a uh, Salinger. I, I believe that's what the title is. I don't know if uh, the Weinstein Company came up with something different for it, but it's a uh, Salinger documentary about J.D. Salinger, one of the kind of more enigmatic figures in literature, and you know, like he just has this air of mystery around him for his entire life and his entire career. And uh, this documentary that kind of goes behind it all, I'm just very interested to see what it uh, turns up. So you got Salinger there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, going to be released under that name. Yeah, that's sticking. Okay, with that is. Mhm. All right, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll know what to look forward to then. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Uh, number nine is uh, for the Dark World. Just because mm-hmm. I'm a total comic book movie nerd, like, and Marvel has been just on a roll since the yeah. uh, since the first Iron Man came out, and even though Thor, I would the original Thor, I would kind of say is one of the Weaker, Mar- uh, weaker Marvel movies, if not like the weakest. Like I'm one of those rare few that actually really, really liked uh, Iron Man two, which not a whole lot of people did. But uh, this looks to expand. Looks like to expand the universe uh, for Thor instead of you know just having a little bit 
in Asgard, and then most of the movie on kind of this kind of boring Earth scenes. Uh, this looks like to throw in a lot more fantasy elements, so I'm really interested to see what they do there. And uh, so, yeah, Thor of the Dark World. And uh, number 10, as uh, Max said, of uh, The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Scorsese's new one. Like, that trailer, I remember seeing that before uh, Wolverine a couple months ago, and uh, that was just, like, this incredible, like, incredible experience like it is just so weird and it's got drama and it's got dark comedy and it's just throwing out all these this weird looking stuff at you and it's like i have to see this movie hey yeah yeah <laughs> completely yeah, agree and it's based on a true story which makes it even weirder so go figure yeah yeah, yeah. that's true yeah. that's true it's and the, and the title i just i love the title for that well aj what a uh diverse list here and of course i'm not surprised that you have insidious chapter two because you're such a, a horror buff and uh, I would have been disappointed if you hadn't, if you didn't have that on your list. And let me run through that list again to make sure we have all of your. Uh, the one. But the counselor I wanted to ask you, is Brad Pitt in that? Yes, I, I okay. yes 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 he is, okay. it, among just, many other people. All yeah, right. Brad Pitt, Cameron Diaz. Yeah. He has so many fans. I want to make sure that we we do mention that he does have this movie coming out. So The Counselor, Don John, Gravity, Insidious, Chapter 2, Machete Kills, Old Boy, Runner, Runner, and Nikki is real happy that you put that uh, on your list because uh, she's Justin Timberlake's number one fan. Salinger, (laughs) Thor, The Dark World, and... The Wolf of Wall Street. So what a great list, and uh, there's I I want to see every one of those and the ones that Mac <laughs> suggested too. Now now I get to give since this is my show I get to give my list too. So uh, I'm going to to start out with uh, it's no surprise to everyone the Hugh Jackman film Prisoners, <laughs> which I think <laughs> should be a wonderful thriller because it it the previews uh, look very intense and. You've got uh, Jake uh, Gyllenhaal in there to kind of help also as the detective, and and I guess Hugh Jackman's daughter and and I think her friend are uh, disappear, and I guess it's sort of a uh, vengeance or revenge kind of a kind of a, uh, a thriller, sort of like the Liam Neeson Taken movies, I guess, which I really really sat on the edge of my seat through. So Prisoners, then yeah. we all have. Gravity, that's interesting. I think that's the only film that we have all put on our list. And um, what is it about Sandra Bullock and uh, George Clooney in outer space that gets us? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but really, that does that does sound like a, a wonderful combination. And I, I don't like to miss any of Sandra Bullock's films or any of George Clooney's films. Then my next one is Diana. I don't like biopics usually, but I uh, I feel like on this one I'll get to see my I think she's my favorite actress now that that list does change, but um, I think Naomi Watts got cheated out of an Oscar last year for The Impossibles, and maybe this is her chance playing Princess Di, where she might might get more respect this year. And uh, then the next one is uh, Mr. Morgan's Last Love. Starring Michael Caine and 
that's all that needs to be said as far as I'm concerned. Whenever Michael Caine is in a movie, that's going to be one that I absolutely have to see. And um, I'm, so that's on my list for that reason. The next one is The Hunger Games, Catching Fire, because the first Hunger Games movie absolutely bowled me over. That's just what the movies should be doing. I mean, the costumes, the sets, the special effects, the acting, the plot, everything about it. I, I just thought it was sensational. Then um, um, Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom. I have just started being a big fan of, um, is it Idris Elba? Oh, I, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah, yeah, I saw him in. Baby, yeah. I I saw him in um, Obsessed. That was a, a TV movie that he was in with Beyonce, and I thought, who is that guy? I mean, he was just great. Oh, and then that, I that, was, that was a theatrical release. Yeah. That was, yeah, even though yeah, it was, was on the big screen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was released. Yeah, even though it played like a TV movie, but yeah. It was. <laughs> Oh, well, movie. with him in it, I, I don't know. Well, there was yeah, a TV he, movie called Obsessed, and that's not the one I'm yeah. thinking about. I'm thinking he, about he, he, went on to better, he went on to better things. He was in yeah. Pacific yeah. Rim yeah. this year. And like, we are looked, in the apocalypse. Yeah. And he looked so great in these previews to Luther, the BBC TV series. So yeah. He I just can hardly wait. And then I'm such a I'm another you know this is biopic thing, but but I'm such an admirer of uh, Mandela, and I, I was just drawn in to Morgan Freeman playing him, you know, mm-hmm. in his later years in Invictus. That yeah. I just want to see and read and and uh, get more acquainted with with the wonderful things that he's done. Then uh, Saving Mr. Banks. How can we pass up anything that has Tom? A- Tom Hanks playing uh, Walt Disney. I mean, I've got to see Tom Hanks play Walt Disney, and Emma Thompson, I believe, is playing the author of the Mary Poppins books. And this is this is going to be around uh, the time when when those were, uh, when Walt Disney was, you know, produce, producing the the Mary Poppins film. So, for somebody that likes movies and 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 movies about movies, that one definitely goes on my list. And then I I like the idea of American Hustle too because it's a David O. Russell film and he won me over with The Fighter and with Silver Linings Playbook last year, and so I don't want to miss any movie that he puts out. And I'm cheating here. This is a little uh, cheating because I'm, I've got a tie for ten. The Monuments Men and Inside Lewin Davis, because um, the, the <laughs> Monuments Men, that's another George Clooney uh, film, but it but it also has quite a quite a cast. I think Kate Blanchett is in that, and I think Bill Murray is in that, and I think Matt Damon is in that. And it looks like a thriller where they're trying to save these uh, wonderful art objects uh, in World War II, and it just sounds like a, a terrific movie. And um, I wanted to slip in inside inside. Um, Lewin Davis, because it is a Coen Brothers film, and I never want to miss a Coen Brothers film. And it, I, I'm also putting that in there because it. Um, I believe, I believe, just um, Justin Timberlake is in that one too. So I'm. Uh, so that's that's partly Nikki's vote. So mine are Prisoners, Gravity, Diana, Mr. Morgan's Last Love, Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Uh, <laughs> 
where did we? Oh, Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom, Saving Mr. Banks, American Hustle, the Monuments Men inside Lewin Davis, and I guess Nikki, if she were voting, she would vote for uh, inside Lewin Davis and for uh, Runner Runner. AJ, could you tell us a little bit more about Runner Runner? Uh, yeah, I I only know a little bit about this because like I try and keep myself as in the dark as much as possible when it comes to, like the con artist movies. I haven't seen a trailer for it just because I'm kind of scared that okay, this is this going to be one of those ones that gives the whole thing away. Mm-hmm. But from what I do know, from what I've uh, read about it, it's uh, Justin Timberlake plays like this uh, college student. I believe he's like uh, Princeton or like some sort of Ivy League school, and he loses all his money in this kind of like online. Uh, online gambling scam and he goes to find the one the guy responsible for it who is uh ben affleck to kind of get his money back but he ends up kind of being uh taken into like his uh affleck's whole lifestyle and ends up being uh groomed to be like his protege and right hand man and uh, I, i'm assuming like stuff goes wrong in there and but like i said i want to be as surprised as possible I know at uh, we have the poster at the theater I work at, and it's got you know Affleck and Timberlake in there, but uh, Gemma Arterton is in it too, who was in uh, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters earlier this year, and she was in uh, you know the disappearance of Alice Creed and Prince of Persia. But uh, yeah, like I said, uh, it's it, you just put a con artist movie in front of me or a heist movie, like I'm game for it. I love seeing those types of movies, and uh, I want to see this one. Well, I. I definitely don't blame you because I am really surprised every time I watch Justin Tim- Timberlake in a movie at, at uh, what a good performance that, that he gives. But it looks like when we tally these up that uh, gravity is the one that all three of us uh, are looking forward to the most. And uh, then uh, two of us are looking forward to The Wolf of Wall Street, and uh, two of us are looking forward to Prisoners. Uh, we have uh, also some votes uh, that are duplicated for Inside Lewin Davis, and it's a little hard for me to keep uh, track and also talk. I'm not very good at multitasking, but I think those are the ones that uh, that we're uh, that that all of us are pretty much interested in. It looks like quite a fall season, and and I'm kind of curious about um, which of the films um, you would predict will be blockbusters and which ones will bomb. So, AJ, why don't you go first on that one? I I believe, you know, like, of, of the blockbusters, you know, I think Thor is going to be a pretty big hit. I think it's it's not going to be the movie that Iron Man 3 was this year, which I believe is still the highest-grossing movie of the year, over $400 million here in the U.S., and like, an over a billion, if you count worldwide. Thor, I think it'll be about on par uh, with the original with with the first one, so it'll be probably around like two hundred million or so, which still isn't nothing to snuff at, but after the you know, the big popularity of uh, the Avengers last year, I think it's given a lot of uh interest interest in that particular franchise a boost, especially since, you know, uh Tom Hiddleston's Loki has become like this really beloved character. Like people oh, yes. just love love this guy and especially since uh I believe in the past week or so, Alan Taylor, the director, has said that they're going in for additional reshoots to actually insert more Loki into the story, which is going to be very, which is going to be interesting, you know, to get more to assure people that yeah, you're going to see more of this guy. 
But yeah, Thor two that is good. That is going to be just a big hit, no matter what. Uh, no, one that I'm not necessarily yeah one one that I'm not necessarily like uh, looking forward to. Like it wasn't on my top ten, but uh, there's an upcoming remake of uh, Carrie. Starring oh, yeah. uh, Chloe Chloe Grace Moretz and uh, Julianne Moore, it's coming out in time for the uh, Halloween season. I think that'll be a pretty decent sized hit. Uh, just be just trading off of the name alone, because uh, mm-hmm. I think mean, the last time there was a Carrie movie, it was like made for TV about like ten or eleven years ago, and I think it was uh, Angela Bettis was in that one. But I think that's going to attract a lot of a lot of teenagers and stuff who haven't who haven't seen the original and. You know, it kind of sucks that they won't see the original because it's a quote-unquote old movie, even though it's just 76, you know. But, but again, that's a whole other show ranting about people who won't see older movies. Right, <laughs> right. Well, what about you, Mac? Any any one of these or a movie that you haven't mentioned that, uh, or we haven't mentioned that you think is going to be a big blockbuster this uh, fall and one that might be uh, maybe a bomb, <laughs> not so good? No, okay. <laughs> Well, I'll go with the bombs first. Um, I have to, I have to agree with uh, AJ uh, regarding Carrie. Um, it, the trailer, you know, it's, it's a shame that a lot of people who are going to see this film, like he said, aren't going to ever or have any interest or any desire to see the original with Sissy Spacek and Piper Laurie with, you know, those two amazing performances they gave in that uh, that Brian De Palma film from '76. I would, uh, you know, urge anybody see the original. Whether you see this one first or not, yeah, see the original and, and see how you know it was really really done. Um, I just, yeah, right. I, I just, I'm not getting a good vibe off of off of this Carrie remake. I think it's a little, um, you know, over over the top. And and you know that's that's coming from <laughs> obviously source material that was over the top in the begin with. But I think it, this might, <clears throat> excuse me, take it to the next level in terms of that. Um, also, and, and um, I'm, I'm not looking forward to seeing uh, Tyler Perry's uh, Medea's Christmas. I'm kind mm-hmm. of over that character. No, I'm not even kind of. I'm completely over that character. It's, it's definitely time to uh, you know put put away the wig and and the dress and and yet yeah, start bring bring a new character to the fold, or better yet, just bring all sorts of new characters to the fold. Uh, you know, time time to retire that. Um, as far as hits, uh, I, I happen to think that um, a film that we've discussed a little bit earlier, The Counselor. Ridley Scott's new film, based on an original screenplay by Cormac McCarthy, I think that uh, stands. I think that stands to be a likely uh, hit uh, with the moviegoers this fall. He's got a you know amazing cast. You have uh, you have uh, Michael Fassbender, Brad Pitt, uh, Javier Bardem, his wife Penelope Cruz, Cameron Diaz. Uh, an interesting concept. The trailer looks amazing. It looks like you've got a, a crackerjack uh, plot going on. I think I think they've got a winner on their hands with that one. I also think that the family, um, which uh, you uh, reunites Robert De Niro and Michelle Pfeiffer um, uh, on screen, uh, I think that also has uh, the potential to break out. You got Luc Besson <laughs> directing the film. Martin Scorsese is one of the producers, so it's kind of a reunion between um, him and uh, De Niro, who you know been longtime collaborators. Also with him and Pfeiffer, who he directed beautifully in a 1993 uh, film adaptation yeah. of the. Uh, Edith Wharton uh, novel, The Age of Innocence. Um, mm-hmm. So I, in, in that film, they play a uh, mafia family who's in the witness protection program, and they are placed in France. And I think I think there's some, some potential there. And it seems like the entire family, including their kids, uh, you know, have uh, 
have uh, some uh, um, criminal-minded activity, you know, up their sleeves. You know, all of them are crooks in one way or the other. And Tommy Lee Jones plays the Secret Service agent who, um, you know, is kind of, you know, kind of like uh, playing a referee with them. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking that might be a hit as well. And and of course, you know, Wolf of Wall Street, I think is going to be a smash. And uh, Saving Mr. Banks also, I think, is going to do quite well. I mean, you know, the pairing of two Oscar winners and Emma Thompson and, and um, Tom Hanks playing, you know, two mm-hmm. iconic roles. Certainly, certainly Hanks playing iconic role, you know, better known to the world uh, than, than her character, but still, uh, she's still her character's iconic, not, nonetheless, considering she's the creator of, you know, this beloved uh, story with Mary Poppins. I, I, I can't see how it won't won't hit. So, yeah, those, those will be my picks for the hits. Well, I think those definitely have... Uh blockbuster potential um i'm especially impressed with the preview that i've seen for thor the dark uh, world and um so i would agree with aj i'd go along with him on that and then um uh, the hobbit the next hobbit movie that there's a built-in audience for the hobbit uh mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. i think that yeah. you, you can't disregard that and then the hunger games again you have the fans of the of the franchise of uh, the books and uh, i'm thinking that will probably uh that that could be a big blockbuster and i hope it is and the monuments men uh, because of the of the cast the star cast in that and and the topic and coming out uh, on christmas i think that has a potential uh, the films that i'm worried about uh, one of them is carrie because um i don't think that the that the preview did the story Justice and of course the original was was so great and gee I would just say re-release that on the big screen do a remaster or something like they're, they, here, here. they're doing with the yeah. Wizard of Oz maybe do <laughs> yeah. maybe do that and uh, I'm very very worried about two um, comedians I'm worried about um, well actually three comedians I'm worried about uh, Ben Stiller in the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Because I don't think that he he fits that that character, and of course I'm comparing him to Danny Kaye, <laughs> the original Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which was just uh, I mean I don't think you could get any uh, any better than that. So I'm definitely worried about him. I'm worried about Steve Carell because there's a film coming out called Fox Catcher, I believe, where he plays a psychotic, schizophrenic killer who murders a champion wrestler, and I just cannot see that. And then I'm worried about Will Ferrell because Anchorman 2, I mean, I love Will Ferrell. I'm so glad that he's, you know, got a movie for us to see. But I actually think everything was pretty well said in in Anchorman. I don't know what they can do with Anchorman 2. So uh, so that's, that's kind of what we're, uh, I'm thinking along those lines. But what about uh, actors and actresses? Any of your favorite actors and uh, actresses who are um, in some films this fall that, you're, um, that you'd like to mention? And um, what, what do you think about uh, their chances of uh, maybe getting some, some awards? So... Um, AJ, you want to take that one? Absolutely. Uh, I think, uh, well, this fall, uh, Tom Hanks, who we kind of haven't heard from in a little while. He's been pretty quiet as of yet. I I, I want to say he, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, he was in Cloud Atlas last year. 
But uh, before that, yeah, it was kind of like a, he did a Larry Crown, which just kind of came and went, and no one uh, didn't really get that much notice. But yeah, he's he's kind of back with a vengeance this year because he's got uh, two movies coming out. He's got uh, you know Saving Mr. Banks replaced Walt Disney, and uh, a lot of people are going to obviously see that as kind of like a, a grab at a, uh, another Oscar nomination or possible win. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just, I am just <laughs> – oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, no, I was just saying Oscar number three. I was just, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, that one. But I I am curious to see how it plays out since it's, uh, it, you know, it's, it's uh, kind of like a little bit of a whitewashing of history, kind of. It's the Disney Corporation talking about how great Disney is. Uh, but I, I'm still interested to see it, especially since it's got, uh, I believe, B.J. Novak and uh, – uh, Jason Schwartzman is the Sherman Brothers who like wrote the songs for Mary Poppins oh. and everything. But he's got that, and Tom Hanks is doing uh, Captain Phillips, the uh, the Paul Greengrass movie where he's the captain of the boat, uh, you know, taken over by Somali uh, pirates. So I think he's he's uh, going all in this year. He is not going to uh, uh, play gently. Like he's going full broke for the, with uh, those two movies for a possible nomination. I agree with yeah. you. How how about you, Mac? Yeah, um, just to uh, you know, comment on what uh, AJ just said, I think that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's going to go lead for captain and uh, supporting for Banks. So I think he uh, might join that group of actors who received dual acting nominations, uh, dual acting nominations excuse me, in the same year. So I, I do think that's a strong possibility uh, for him this year. For me, though, um, yeah, three of my favorite uh, actresses are going to be uh, featured in films this year. Uh, the first one being uh, Alfre Woodard. She's uh, got a, a yeah. small yet uh, pivotal role in uh, Steve McQueen's film, 12 Years a Slave. It's based on this amazing book by Solomon Northrup um, about a uh, free black man who was uh, duped in, by um, a couple of guys and is actually enslaved uh, in the South, deep South, for 12 years. He's <clears throat> you know snatched away from his wife and his kids. And he just goes through, you know, hell and back in the course of this uh, time. But he always holds on to his resolve that he's eventually going to be free. And I just, I, I'm looking forward to that film so much. Michael Fassbender also is in that playing a sadistic uh, slave uh, slave owner, kind of in the vein of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character from uh, Django and Chain last year. Chueto Edgia Four, he plays the lead guy. He, he plays the man who uh, who uh, is the uh, title character. And yeah, I'm just I'm really really looking forward to that film. It's just got an amazing ensemble cast. Brad Pitt also is in that film. Uh, Paul Giamatti, Sarah Paulson. It's just like a who's who of you know amazing mm. actors. Um, Viola Davis. She's in two films this uh, this fall. Prisoners, opposite opposite uh, Hugh Jackman and um, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as well as Terrence uh, Howard. She plays uh, um, she and Terrence Howard play uh, the parents. Of the uh, other young uh, lady, who other young girl rather, who was uh, kidnapped in the film, along with uh, Hugh Jackman and Maria Bello's uh, daughter, they play um, neighbors and, and their daughters are friends, and they're both kidnapped. And uh, Hugh Jackman, as you probably know uh, from the trailer and from what you read, uh, goes on a rampage against a local uh, neighborhood guy who he believes uh, knows, um, you know, where the whereabouts of their daughters, and kind of goes on a one-man, um, you know, rampage, kind of like uh, Liam Neeson and Taken. The Taken films. Um, also, Angela Bassett in Black Nativity. I'm looking forward to that because uh, this is the first time she's sung on screen since uh, she played uh, Tina Turner uh, 20 years wow. ago now. And what's love got to do with it? She actually lip synced most of her performance in that film, but there were times in the film where she actually, that was actually her singing. 
you know, not so much, uh, you know, the, the 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 vocals, but the opening for uh, Proud Mary, that was all her. And then she, you know, oh went into lip syncing uh, Tina Turner's uh, vocals. But the the uh, spoken word opening that was all uh, Angela. But in this film, she's going to be doing all of her own singing along with her co-star Forrest Whitaker, who plays uh, her husband in the film. And they play grandparents who uh, take in their daughter's uh, son. Their daughter's played by Jennifer Hudson. And their um, grand uh, grandson is played by a newcomer. I believe his name is Jacob Lattimore. And it's based. The film is based on a uh, a, um, a Broadway musical by um, Yay. the man's name. <laughs> but he yeah, it's based on a musical, and I cannot think of the guy's name. But he was a Harlem Renaissance writer, Langston Hughes. It's based on a Broadway oh, musical written by Langston Hughes. And I'm really wow. really looking forward to uh, seeing seeing that performance. And for the guys. Uh, DiCaprio and uh, Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street. I think this might be the film that will finally win him the long overdue Oscar. I, I, I'm, you know, full informed that that will be the case. Uh, Jeremy Renner in American Hustle. Again, he's filled, you know, a, a movie with amazing actors, and he's certainly one of those actors who, you know, you, he just grabs a, mm-hmm. he gets a screen, and, you know, when he's on screen, all eyes are on him. Amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm also looking forward to Judy Dench and Philomena. And she, that's a film where she plays a woman who was um, – uh, uh, in an orphanage, and her she was pregnant, teenager in an orphanage, and she had to give up her child. The nuns forced her to give her child away, and 50 wow. years later, she goes out looking for him. And, you know, Judy, then she can do no wrong. Oh, she's, you know, she's a, gosh, she's a, I uh, did, an I international didn't even treasure. Know. Matt, I didn't even know about that. No, I didn't uh, know about that film, and I don't want to miss a Judy Dench. You know, I, yeah. I I always say this, but it but I feel this way every every show when you guys are on, especially the time is almost up, and we could oh. go on and on and on. And you have both of you, you've just given us so many ideas about uh, wonderful films that are coming up, and uh, I appreciate it. I've got my list here now since uh, you made yours, and. Hello? Hello? Does she is, take the call? Yeah, so sorry that the time is oh, she's uh, back. I, oh, okay. I wanted to I wanted to uh, mention um that uh uh, that we've had several guests in and out in the chat room, and um, Nancy Lombardo, the host of the hilarious comedy concepts show on Blog Talk Radio, has been in the chat room, and I want to uh, thank her, and uh, also to remind listeners to check out her great show uh, every uh, Friday morning and Monday morning at uh, at nine o'clock Eastern Time. Thanks so much, Nancy. Well. I am sorry, but our time is up. So this is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout-out to Matt Bates and A.J. Hockery for being such terrific guests again today, and to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support. Special thanks to Nikki Starr for all her help, and to our chatters and other listeners for tuning in. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. I know I sure did. Please come back next time for another spirited discussion about movies and film folks. In the meantime, check out our reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. That's all for now, folks. So let's close the show with our favorite rendition of Hooray for Hollywood. <laughs>